Well, tonight I'm going to preach it out of the book of Exodus. <clears throat> this particular scripture it's kind of special to me. This is really how God spoke to me and told me it was time to move on and uh, begin my own ministry. You know, I knew I was called to preach from the time I was 17 years old. And, uh, you know, sometimes we take longer than what God would like us to, to come around. And, uh, you know, I had pretty much gotten to the place I needed to be in my walk with God, as far as I was concerned anyway. And But I was praying and seeking God for when was the right time, what was the time that I needed to move, when did I need to go do what I needed to do, you know. And I was at the same time kind of struggling in, with this thought in my head of was this the right time? Is this what God was really wanting me to do? So just so happens Brother Otis Byers preached a message one night that really spoke to me. And I know it was God telling me that it was time. So let's look in Exodus chapter 14. <clears throat> Let's go to the Lord in prayer before we begin. Father, I come to you right now, Lord, and I just ask that you come into this place, Lord, that your anointing would be upon me, that I would speak and say the things that would encourage those that are here, Lord. I know that this, that this word tonight is for someone, and I know you have a purpose for it, and I ask that you begin right now to perform your, your, the, your works and your word in the lives of these people tonight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So Exodus chapter 14, and let's start reading in verse 8. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he pursued after the children of Israel, and the children of Israel went out with an high hand. And what does that mean? It means they went out boldly, they went out confident, Believing that they had a reason to be going, right? But that will all change here in just a minute, watch. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them encamping by the sea beside, however you say that word, Pahanhiroth and Belzephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. <clears throat> and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Now ain't that just like us? God tells us to go, supplies the way to go. And man, all of, we're all fired up, ready to do what God called us to do. And we get out there and we see a little bit of resistance and we're sore afraid. All of a sudden we forgot that it's God that ordained us. It's God that ordered our steps. It's God that provided the means by which we're to do what we're doing. And we're sore afraid. Let's don't be hard on the Israelites now. And they said unto Moses, 
Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which He will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more. Now let's stop for a minute. I want you to understand something about verses 13 and 14. There's a little bit of a gap there. Because you see in verse 13, Moses is full of confidence. He says, watch and see what God's going to do. Y'all just sit back because He's going he's to bring us through this and almost even kind of prophetically says, you won't see them anymore, right? But then something happens in verse 14 or before verse 14. And my commentaries say that Moses may have been kind of praying to himself, not out loud. And, you know, just he's got these thoughts running through his mind that he never actually records. But God says, <clears throat> actually, I'm sorry, I've got my verses wrong. Let's continue. Verse 14, The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And between verses 14 and 15 is where I'm talking about. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. So you see, there's a break there somewhere. At some point, Moses begins to cry out to God and say, God, you brought me here. Now what are you going to do? Don't leave me hanging. Y'all ever prayed that? Y'all ever kind of stepped out on faith a little bit and, and you start to see some resistance and some trouble and you say, now God, I'm pretty sure you told me to do this. Don't leave me out here now. Yeah. And what did God say? He said, get up and quit your pouting. Quit praying to me. I've already told you what to do. Now go forward. You see, they they were standing at what might as well have been a wall, right? They're looking at this sea, the Red Sea. Nowhere to go. Enemy coming up behind them. And God tells them to go forward. Now, that don't make any sense, does it? You see, God will supply all of your need according to His riches and glory, not according to what you understand about it, not according to what you see in front of you, not according to how great the enemy is that's coming up behind you, but according to His riches and glory, according to what He tells you to do and the provision He provides. So as I was praying, and as I was seeking God, this word spoke to me and He said, go forward. So I believe somebody here tonight needs to hear those words. You're praying about something. 
I don't know what it is. You know, look, God don't tell me details of people's life. I'm not a psychic. But I, I know what an unction of the Holy Ghost is. And I believe there's somebody here tonight that is praying and debating and arguing with yourself. And God want me, wants me to tell you, I've already told you what to do. Now go forward and do it. Don't worry about what's ahead of you. Don't worry about what you see. That step of faith is called that for a reason. You have to step and believe that God is in control. Believe that what He told you to do however long ago is still the truth. He didn't tell you that for one day. He told you for a reason. You need to stand on the faith that He's given you. Stand on His Word. Believe what He told you to be true and go forward. What did Moses do? You see, Moses... Moses knew what God was. He knew how powerful God was. He had already seen God move in mighty ways. And he had some boldness. He said, now listen, God's going to save y'all. Just watch and see. And somewhere in there, he kind of began to question, God, are you really going to do what you said you're going to do? Don't make me look foolish, God. Y'all ever said that? Hmm? I've thought that a time or two. Now, God, don't make me look like a fool. Y'all, there's times that I get up here and preach and I don't know what I'm going to say. And But because God has given me peace about one little thing, just one little verse, I'll get up and I'll, in faith, I will begin to speak and allow God to, to direct me. That is a step of faith. It, a great step of faith for me, y'all. A great step of faith. Because I don't want to look foolish. I don't want to get in front of you and just, well, that's all I got. But see, God will supply your need. When you begin to lean on Him and say, okay, now God, you told me to do this. See, this is the key, y'all. God, you told me to do this. Now I'm going to do what you told me to do. I'm going to be obedient. You see, the thing is, when God calls you to do something, when God instructs you to do something, God guides you a certain direction, it's His responsibility to guide you and provide for you in that time. He takes the burden. He takes the responsibility for all, for all of it when it's His direction. And that's what we have to trust in and believe in. You know, if I had to get up here and trust that Kevin was going to have words to say, I wouldn't get out of bed. I wouldn't get up and come over here because I don't have anything to tell you. You know, I might spend a week or so and come up with something and it might go over okay for some people that didn't have any kind of spiritual depth. But anybody that did is going to see right through it. But when I trust and believe in God, believe that what He told me to do, He's going to provide the means to do it. When I look back, you know, God has a, has a way of preparing us for what He's going to send us through. And you know what I've realized is that there comes times as you trust God, 
And as you exercise your faith a little bit more each time, it's like you hit these points where all of a sudden there's a big jump in your faith. All of a sudden you can just believe God for just about anything. And I always kind of look at that as kind of a promotion. Because God has, you know, you've been tried, you've been tested. God's seen that you're faithful in one thing, and He will move you up to another level where He can try you for something bigger. So whoever's sitting here tonight thinking, what do I need to do? God's telling you, go forward. He's telling you that you're at that point where you're ready for that promotion. You just need to move and go. Look, when every time God has so, so-called promoted me, I see exponential increase in my life. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about my relationship with God grows by leaps and bounds all of a sudden. It may seem like for a year, nothing has changed. And then just boom, all of a sudden, there's this increase. You think that's not what Moses saw when that Red Sea parted? You know, he had saw things happen. But y'all, I don't know about you. Water standing up like that, on walking across on dry ground, is way greater than seeing locusts come flying in. That's exponential increase right there. And and you can't tell me that Moses didn't, when he stuck the rod out and did whatever he did, and God began to work in that sea parted, you can't tell me Moses didn't go, huh, that's pretty neat. <laughs> you know? He stood in awe of the power of God. He may have even been one of the last ones to start moving because he stood there in awe watching what God had done. And I'm telling you tonight, when you begin to move forward and do what God's told you to do, you're going to have a moment of pause when you stop and see what God is going to do in your life. All of a sudden, you're going to be like, man, I didn't know God could do that. I didn't realize... He wanted to move in me that strongly. I didn't realize He could use me to do something that great. You see, when God uses you, you know, it, sometimes you can, if you're not careful, kind of begin to think maybe somehow you had some sort of effect on those things. Somehow, maybe, you know, you start getting a little high-minded, a little arrogant. But then all of a sudden, you'll see God move and He'll just put you back in your place. You'll say, oh no, wait a minute. No, there wasn't no way. (laughs) No, I couldn't have done that. That was God. And you know, I don't know what Moses was thinking up to that point. He had had some successes in Egypt, you know. I mean, you think about it, it's quite a feat to have led these slaves out of Egypt just because he walked in there and said, God said, let my people go. So I don't know, he may have had a moment of 
thinking of himself a little higher than he ought to. He may have thought, well, man, you know, I must be kind of important that God selected me to do this. But I guarantee you all, when he saw that sea part, now there wasn't no question in his mind who was in control. There wasn't no thought of anything about himself anymore. He began to examine what God was doing. And you're going to do the same thing. You begin to move forward. I don't know if you've got any kind of arrogance in you at all, but I guarantee you, if there's no humility right now, there will be. God will humble you because of what He wants to do with you. That's what He does with me. I'll see God move and it's like, man, there ain't no way I did any of that. There ain't no way I could have ever done that. It had to be God working in me doing that. There ain't no way I could have spoke the words I spoke and see people come and receive Jesus. It couldn't have been me because I don't have anything to tell them. That's God. It's God moving. I know it's kind of short tonight, y'all, but that's all I came here to tell you tonight. I trust and believe in my heart that that's all you needed to hear. Because I believe when God gives me something that it's for somebody. And you know, I could stand here and make up something for the next 15 minutes and and we could all go home happy. But I'm telling you right now, that's all God had to tell you. That's all you needed to hear. So go forward. Don't stand around and pray. The time for praying is over with. You've prayed out what you needed to pray. God's telling you now, quit praying and do what I told you to do and move.